0: Dot com slash Mondays. That's M-O-N-A-R-C-H-M-O-N-E-Y dot slash Mondays for your extended 30 day free trial.
1: You know how to book flights and hotels. All you're missing is a tool to plan the travel experiences you'll have once you arrive. That's why you need Viator. Book guided tours, activities, excursions and more in one place to make your trip truly unforgettable. Download the Viator app now and use code Viator10 for 10% off your first booking in the app. Find travel experiences for you. Do more with Viator.
2: Here's the other thing, Matt. Um, Come on, Scotty. Go ahead,
3: Scotty. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, let's get to it. I, I can tell how he started in.
2: <laughs> so, you, all right. So, um, I did some research, right? So, you have a few cities like Syracuse, New York where 60% of the homes were sold over asking. Buffalo, New York, 60% of the homes sold over asking. Aurora, Illinois, 67% of the homes sold over asking. Oakland, California, 64% of the homes sold over asking. Pomona, California, 76% of homes sold over asking. Worcester, Massachusetts, Seventy six percent of homes sold over asking Lubbock, Texas,
1: shot to Texas,
2: one hundred percent of homes sold over asking price. Now. I understand that, you know, you're of the train of thought to, you know, buy real estate. That's important. But it, it, at some point in time, it, it becomes extremely unintelligent to buy things overvalued. That's just like the number one thing in in life, right? Um, When you see a a place where 100% of the homes that are being sold are being sold over asking, and it's not Manhattan, it's not Miami, things start to not make sense anymore. And when things start to not make sense, then things quickly fall apart. Mm -hmm. Um, So at some point, buying real estate at, crazy prices is not sustainable because an average house is going to be 10 million dollars at this rate in 10 years right like it, people are paying a million dollars to live in river road. road yeah so i mean i get that you're an enthusiast for real estate that's important but i don't know man it's not looking too. It's, it doesn't make a lot of sense i'll be honest with you and then when you when you factor in that there are major hedge funds and financial institutions that's buying up single family homes and blocks. And as I said, there's a shortage of, of homes. People aren't making money. It's a recession. Interest rates are high. Inflation is high. Real estate prices keep going up. It doesn't take a genius to figure out that this, this, this situation is, is not going well.
3: It's not sustainable.
2: Not sustainable, surely not. So, what? What's your thoughts on that?
3: Great question. So, when was these stats, these people, these towns? This that's is- what that's what July twenty twenty three, July of 2020 from,
2: from July twenty twenty two to July twenty twenty three.
3: So, let me tell you this, and let me be clear, and let me be on record for the hundredth time: I will never tell nobody to spend a hundred percent over asking price. I'm not even telling you to pay asking price period. This is why I said earlier, you need to focus on the deal, meaning you need to know how to analyze a deal and know if you are overpaying or not overpaying. Now, yes, any type of real estate that you've purchased in the past four to five years technically is going to be overpriced, right? Um, Things haven't been sustainable. When you have 25% appreciation year over year, that's not sustainable, not at all. Now, for people to continue to buy, and if you're telling me this stat was from July of 2022 to July 2023, and people in 2023 are still paying 100%, 90%, 50% of the sales are still Mm -hmm. going over asking, we have to dig deeper into those markets, right? Why is that happening? Is there a lot of supply for the amount of buyers that are out there? Like what's really going on? So I know those stats, they sound crazy, but real estate is a local business. It's not national. So I don't know what's going on in those particular cities to give you that type of information to justify why those home prices or those home sales have went. I mean, what town you said was hundred percent over asking? I've never even heard of stat. I've never even like, let's keep it real. I've never even heard of no town ever having every home that went for sale go a hundred percent. over. Exa-
2: exactly. That's my that, point. That makes That's no sense. Point. So, that's what, my, that's my so point. What,
3: what's really happening in that town to create that type of demand to where buyers feel in a market right now where interest rates are yeah. much higher and sellers are willing to negotiate more? Why are these folks doing that? That I can't answer. Now, yeah. do I agree with you? Does it make sense? Hell no. It doesn't make sense for nobody that's watching this live or on a replay to pay anything over asking price on a property no matter what the market
2: is. So never never pay over asking. Why would you? I'm just at, no, I'm asking you. I'm asking
0: you.
1: No. Okay.
0: Matt, no. I want to go back to this correction thing because I'm just thinking theoretically, right? Mm-hmm. We talked about 80% of the people having an interest rate below 5%. You said 50% of them have equity inside the home, which means that people are staying put. If people are staying put, that means they're not selling their homes, right? Because right. why would you sell your home if you're going to have to get a higher interest rate? if people don't sell homes, that tells me that the inventory for homes is gonna be a lot smaller, which means that they're gonna increase the price of homes. Correct. So what does a does correction play in that? Because that's what it looks like that's where we're headed, right? If the interest rates stay at 8% for people who have 750 credit, we're talking maybe nine to 10% for people who are at 650. We're not gonna sell, we're gonna stay. Prices are gonna get increased because the
3: supply is so short. So where's the correction playing at? Good question. And this is the million-dollar question that I've been saying to everybody. This is why I don't feel home prices will, quote-unquote, crash. We've already seen the correction started happening. We had a 3 4% equity um, appreciation, I think, year-over-year, year, somewhere around there. From the year prior to that, we was over 20% nationally. So we've already seen the market contract. Now, do I still think there's room for more? Maybe one to two percent of a correction if rates stay in this 8 to 10% range? Absolutely. But like you yeah. said, Troy, people are always going to buy real estate. There's always a need. Someone has to move, someone needs to relocate. Family size is getting bigger. And people who make money will still buy and seek shelter and they want to own where they live, right? Those people are the ones who are going to keep the market going. Now, for folks who don't need to sell, they're not going to sell. There's no reason. They're going to take home equity line of credits out and they're going to either improve their homes and make it better for them, or they're going to use that money to invest and do whatever the hell they want to do, start business, et cetera. So that's what we're going to start seeing more and more is more people take out, tapping into their equity to do other things with it. But I don't really see, and I'm on record saying this, I don't really see the market going down too much lower than what it is right now from our appreciation standpoint. And Again, appreciation is not declining. It's not crashing. It's just it's not appreciating as much as it was in prior years. But we're still going to have a one to three. Normal real estate appreciates one to three, four percent depending on the market annually. And I think people forget that real estate is not something that's accustomed to appreciate in 10, 15, 20 percent. Year
1: over year, it, yeah, year over
3: year insane. yeah yeah but yeah that's crazy if you at seven to ten percent seven years ago of appreciation one yeah that's a home run yeah that was a home run so i think we all have to kind of retrain our thought to what prior to COVID looked like in the real estate space to understand we are just getting back to some some sort of normalcy when i first came into the mortgage business we were doing deals, refinancing people out of 10, 11% interest rates. This is 2003. This is 20 years ago. Refinancing people out of 10%, 9%, going into sevens. First house I ever purchased, I had a seven and a quarter interest rate on Yeah. So, like, this is, this is, these interest rates might not seem normal. They are definitely higher than what we're accustomed to. But if you look at the historic interest rate charts over the last 40, 50, 60 years. Yeah, you we know
1: are where we should be.
3: We on par, right where rates typically are. It's just with the information out there from people like myself who speak about real estate constantly from shows like Market Monday will bring this information. It's now on the forefront and the top of our mind. But this is kind of normal, y'all. What's not normal is just all this inflation and everything else that's coming along with the economy right now. and then we had
1: 12 years of quantitative ease and interest rates were damn near negative at one point. That's not normal. I mean, I, I read no. today the mortgage bankers association saying prices will increase for probably another two or three years. If they knock interest rates down to five percent, they'll go up. But, like, the issue is the institutions. Okay, I'm gonna be super honest. There's only seven stocks on earth that is moving the entire world. All of the big funds and big hedge funds they all work together, they'll pretend like they hate each other, like how they do in the NBA, but then you'll see them partying at the end of the season on the yacht together. You can't all have competing interest in all of those shares. So some of the institutional players have to go to real estate before the entire stock market collapses. Voila, big short part two. Versification Voila. Sorry, <laughs> the game is the game. That's why I kept telling you. Everyone's like, yo, why Apple and Microsoft? They're two of the only companies on the face of the earth that have protection internationally. And amongst all hedge funds and agreements that we'll pile money into these two, but we'll let everything else fail. Why do you think all of these hedge funds are starting to buy up Bieber's catalog and now he's hooping in Drew League now? Some of the smaller players, C players, you go get in the music business. Go ahead. We're going to get in real estate. We're going to let y'all die. Holding the Russell 3000. (laughs) Uh, Voila. Well, voila on chat. Well, the game is played, and magic, then we have the a new proper players. Well,
3: oh, Magic I, emoji. I, and I'm I'm glad you're saying that. Even look at since we're talking about institutional investors, look at they're buying single families for a reason, right? Think about the zoning laws that's been changing all over America to allow accessory dwelling units. You have are, certain some areas where you can put multiple ADUs on a single family property right now. So I wouldn't be surprised in five to ten years you start seeing. A lot of ADUs popping up on these institutional investors' properties because they've just taken full advantage of what's happening right now. So if you start really looking at this, look, I always say follow the leader, right? The big boys are buying real estate. I don't see why we shouldn't, as a community, buy real estate, but just be smart about it. Yeah. So Matt, I'm always going to buy buying For the record, you're not telling them to buy it 8.5%, Right. No, I'm telling you not to buy over 100% over asking price like Rashad Mm -hmm. was just mentioning these stats. What I'm telling you is if you are going to buy at an 8.5% interest rate, you better understand what you're getting yourself into because these people want their money, rain, sleet, hell, snow. They ain't trying to hear you ain't got that mortgage payment. That that bill come on the 15th of the prior month Mm
1: -hmm. before that
3: payment is due. So like for me, if you're going to buy, just be smart about it. And if you can't afford it, sit on the sideline and just wait your turn and stack up your money.